I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. The recent Academy Award ceremony earlier this month reminded me of a blog post I did around this time last year. And since that was before I had started my podcast, I realized this is a topic that deserves to be revisited and shared with you, my listeners. This is such an important message. You know, it even came up in an interview I did yesterday. So here I am sharing it with you now. I'm going to read you part of Matthew McConaughey's acceptance speech from 2014 when he won the Oscar for Best Actor. And I'll include a link to the Oscars uh, video clip of that in the show notes if you want to watch it later. But here's what he said. And to my hero, that's who I chase. Now, when I was 15 years old, I had a very important person in my life come to me and say, who's your hero? And I said, I don't know. I got to think about that. Give me a couple weeks. I come back two weeks later. This person comes up and says, who's your hero? I said, I thought about it. You know who it is? I said, it's me in 10 years. So I turned 25. 10 years later, that same person comes to me and goes, so are you a hero? And I was like, not even close. No, no, no. She said, why? I said, because my hero's me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero's always 10 years away. I'm never going to be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not, and that's just fine with me because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. So to any of us, whatever those things are, whatever it is we look up to, whatever it is we look forward to, and whoever it is we're chasing, to that I say, amen. To that I say, all right, all right, all right. To that I say, just keep living. Isn't that great? You know, in the personal development world, there's a common theme around this idea of listening to your future self and letting your future self really pull you, actually, is is how I like to think of it versus me chasing that person. But I've done numerous guided meditations, both as a participant, and I've also done them as the guide, where there's a visualization that includes imagining your future self, picturing them and their surroundings imagining how they feel, what they're enjoying, and then imagining what would they say to you right now about your life or about something specific that you're currently feeling challenged with. It's a really powerful practice. And here's what I believe to be true. My future self is my older 
wiser self. She is my higher self. She has more knowledge and wisdom. She has more clarity and confidence. She has more peace of mind. She knows who I am capable of becoming. She knows how I feel right now and how to appeal to me as long as I pay attention to her whispers. She knows the next best step for me at any moment as long as I notice her nudges. She is my inner compass as long as I take a moment to look within. I remember one pivotal moment in my past when I faced a tough decision and I quickly thought about my future self. I knew without a doubt that she would regret it if I didn't choose a specific path. While it may have felt scary at the time, deep down, I felt her assurance that all would be well and it was safe for me to trust her. So I took a leap of faith and a whole lot of deep breaths. And slowly but surely, after making that decision, my mental and physical health improved. And another amazing thing happened. I started trusting her even more and more regularly. The more I trusted her, the more aware I was when the next best step was right before me. It's one step at a time, one step after another of trusting her, which means that I really started trusting myself more. And that enabled me to say yes to things I really wanted to do and be and have that I'd previously shoved aside. And it helped me say no to things that no longer suited me or that I really didn't want to be doing or need anymore. And it gave me the power to say, I don't know, when I really wasn't ready to say yes or no. So I have a question, a few questions for you, actually, for you to consider. How often do you check in with your future self? How often do you ignore the whispers and dismiss the nudges? What if you stopped chasing external heroes? What if you stopped chasing external accomplishments? What if you checked in with your future self instead? How would your life be different? My closing quote today is by Sean Patrick Flannery. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is CherishYourLife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast.